0: Hi, I'm Maren. I am an astrologer and social media personality and entrepreneur focusing on finance and mostly crypto and you're listening to Rekt.
1: Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, Chamber. Chamber, how are you doing, buddy?
2: I'm doing very well. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, we have had this guest, I think, on the books for a few weeks now, <laughs> which is pretty rare for us. We're, we usually, like, uh, it's it's like three days before. We're like, oh, let's get this person on. Um, so this one's been on the calendar for longer than we normally have. Uh, so I've been looking maybe, at it for a maybe while. Maybe it's been
1: in the stars for years and we just didn't know it.
0: Probably. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe our pads are aligning finally after after years and years of of being on uh, our, on our paths to meet. What do you think about that, Chamber?
2: I, I'm hundred percent agree. Uh, so yeah, I'm very excited for today's show. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, no, it's 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 nice to have Merritt on.
0: Yeah, looking forward to speaking as well.
1: Awesome. So we have Marin on with us today. As Chamber said, very exciting. Um, I, I would say. Recently, you know, in the last couple months, you've made quite a big splash into the crypto scene. So, um, I we're excited to kind of talk about, um, you know, what you were up to before crypto, how you got into crypto, and and you know, yeah. let's uh, and then dive into some of this uh astrology stuff. I think you know, we've uh, Chamber, we've had one other person I would say that is uh, kind of and I'm, it's probably not his main source of uh, you know the crypto financial markets but he definitely used it and that would be like dj thistle you remember 100 percent. yeah yeah that's
2: that's the first time i'd ever heard anybody uh use astrology for any sort of like finance like i didn't realize that was a thing uh until a few years ago when i heard dj uh talking about it so i'm yeah as soon as i heard that i'm like oh this is very interesting um you know i want to hear more so uh yeah I'm, i'm excited today
1: so let's uh let's start here. Let so Marin, you are newish to crypto and crypto Twitter, I would say, but you are no stranger to the social media space. Am, am I correct you have a, a million followers on TikTok?
0: Yeah, so oh I goodness. i mean, I've been on social media for I'd say a decade, um, starting out as a, kind of growing up with it as a kid and then having it throughout my adolescence. But honestly, enough, I, I did not have over a 1000 followers on any platform until I joined TikTok last spring into summer. So that has all grown within the past six to seven months. Um, oh my so goodness. I, Definitely no stranger now, but the exposure therapy and the insanity that comes with that is fairly new to me. So I definitely feel like the same person I knew when I had 200 followers uh, that I do with now a million. So not a different person, but very different dynamic.
1: that's insane. I mean, yeah, Chamber Chamber wishes he'll <laughs> Ch- Chamber is wishing to get to 10,000 followers. And like when that milestone happens, you know, 10, 15 years right. from now, um it's it's going to be a big day for him, but like I can't even I can't even fathom. Like a million a million followers is like, you know, I would say like famous level on on many, you know, many uh, scales right bunchy,
2: like so, this is the first guest we've ever had that my wife was like oh my this is who you're having on she was a hundred percent in the know that's, that's hilarious crazy to think to think
0: about. because like the <laughs> human mind apparently cannot conceptualize knowing more than 250 people at a time so even most people have more interactions on social media than that and it honestly just gets to a point where like i cannot conceptualize that many people i just know that it means that the high highs and the low lows get more extreme and it's just weird like you can't the, the, you don't become like a different person it's just that you can no longer check your notifications
1: yeah right well well that's probably uh that's probably a huge thing right i mean yeah. uh, you probably had to turn your uh notifications off none, pretty quickly <laughs> yeah exactly uh, <laughs> uh, the you know it's kind of incredible to think about that uh, if you just took if you just took everybody who lives in new york city you know and just Box them into seven parts, eight parts. You know, one eighth of those people follow you. Wow. <laughs> like that, that's insane. Wow. That <laughs> you know, you insane. could fill you could fill Times Square with the amount of people that follow you on TikTok, which so is is insanity.
2: What I do notice about uh, different social medias is that um, the, the the follower count kind of varies, right? So like
0: right.
2: a million on TikTok. I don't know if that is that, what does that equate to versus like Twitter versus Instagram? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So it's definitely much, much easier to grow a following on TikTok because of the way that the algorithm works where it will shoot you out to so many people. So organic growth on TikTok is incomparable to any other platform because you see mostly people that you aren't following, but that the algorithm assumes that you want to see. So that's why a million on TikTok, even though it's, Impressive in a big number. I mean, I have like 70 to 80 K on both Instagram and Twitter each and I have like a hundred thirty K subscribers on YouTube. So it doesn't convert Directly over because you're getting I, I consider TikTok top of the funnel audience where you're getting people from all over the world All different demographics and then it narrows down on the platforms where people have to follow you to keep up with your content
2: That's very interesting
1: yeah, interesting. So, I'm gonna be um, honest
2: with you, Bunchu. Um, I have, I have some, I have something to admit. Um, I would say the last two weeks, I have been very much on TikTok, not posting anything,
1: but I definitely. I was Definitely kind of consuming just a, say, a lot of media. Should we be posting on TikTok? Is that what we <laughs> should be doing after this?
2: I even went so far as to make my first video and immediately deleted it the other day. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. And now I why, like, and nope, why, nope, nope,
1: nope. That's not the right one. <laughs> why is that, Chamber? Is are you just uh were you afraid to put yourself out there? What what uh, what was this video by the way?
2: Um it, <laughs> <laughs> it's it was uh just the I I couldn't um the the nice thing about I, i'm gonna i'm gonna promote TikTok a lot right now because i am i am totally enthralled with it lately the amount of quality work that goes into all these people's posts or i don't know what they're called but you know whatever the, the videos are is insane and what you, you sound
1: so old right now i know i'm 100 <laughs> I'm, I'm the
2: oldest person on twitter i'm dead on TikTok. okay but the amount of quality that goes into each one that you kind of flip through and and the, the quantity you can go through, like you can go through yeah. so much different media so fast uh, and it's very high quality and like you, like I'll blink an eye and an hour has gone by and I'm like, shit, was I just on TikTok for an hour? You have
0: just no like- attention span. I mean, I already was a very fast paced person, but I cannot imagine sitting through an entire film nowadays, like. Uh, one minute. TikTok well, that's so a funny. Commitment.
1: It's funny that you say that because, like, I've found my wife and I—it's the same thing. Like, we don't watch movies anymore. Yeah, like no. we we really don't. And I think it's because of that. Like, I don't want to <laughs> sit through a a two and a half hour movie, but like I'll sit there and binge, you know, Netflix forty minute shows. Like, it's no problem. But it's the I don't know what it is. It's just that even you beat me with spin. that.
0: Unless it's something that I can, like, take notes on and learn from, I just, I am I am shot from TikTok. It's bad. It's bad. So that's the downside. But I mean, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so what brought you to, you know, TikTok in the first place? And so, like, what kind of, um, you know, how long have you been making? Is it the same kind of content you're making, you know, now on uh, Twitter? You know, what kind of brought you to that whole space to begin with?
0: Yeah, so right as the world was shutting down like that week i happened to be on a retreat in sedona and i was with a bunch of friends and one of them we were on a hike and one of them was like get in my tiktok dance she was filming and i was like what do you mean tiktok dance like i barely knew what the app was about i knew it was <laughs> short form video sharing i do not tiktok dance i'm very awkward i did some weird move and then like told her to delete it but she was like are you on TikTok? Like you should do it. I don't see anyone with your kind of astrology on there. And I, um, said, you know, maybe I will download it. And so then when my, I was in my final semester at NYU undergrad, um, I was, I'm still, but I was finishing, I'm still in New York, but I was finishing my last semester at New York university and it gets shut down, like as I'm returning. So basically I miss school for a week. And by the time I get back, I have ended my entire in-person school career. And I'm like, Okay, well, I not that I had more time, per se, because I was still working a lot, but I had more availability to have my phone on hand. I decided to download TikTok, and I didn't post anything until April. I, I, I just was not really I, – I could feel the power if I was going to dive into it. I don't know what it was about, but I could just feel that if I were – to open the app, there would be something important there, and within a week of um, starting to play around with it, because there's so many features, I mean, it takes like a good week even for my fast learning brain to like understand the complexity of it. I posted a video called "Why I Hate Your Zodiac Sign." It was satire, but like my <laughs> satire is kind of vicious, and so I was like cussing, and I was bringing—I was probably like really offensive—and because. <laughs> TikTok shoots you out to whoever, like, if you don't have a following, they're going to shoot your content out to what's the common denominator, denominator, that common denominator demographic, eight year olds, nine year olds, 10 year olds. So this very profane, hideous satire goes out to kids that immediately comment so much hate, or like, I'm crying, or I can't, this is terrible. (laughs) No one understood it. It was so it was, I did a YouTube video on the same topic months earlier, which is what I just based the video on, and even that was like adults were like, I'm offended. Um, So (laughs) I wasn't surprised, but it blew up so quickly because the amount of engagement I was getting was like insane. Um, Like people were watching it all the way through, it just took off. And so immediately that video got like 100,000 views in a day. I had never gotten more than like 200 likes on an Instagram photo, 50 views on a YouTube video. Like I was no, no one, no one was seeing my content. So that blew up. And for the first from like April into July, I was doing almost all Satire or trend content because I didn't know that TikTok had an audience for the kind of astrology I did on a daily basis, which is mostly like political or financial or technical based. And I just saw TikTok as like my blow off. And then my account, we still we still don't know why, but my account got shadow banned and stopped letting other people watch its videos. It started having followers removed. So, I had to create a new account in September after having like four months of no followers gained because I thought it would, it was weird. It was weird. It's happened to several people I know. It seems like a weird algorithm, like when they assume you're a bot or something. So, uh-huh. um, I started a new TikTok in September and I was like, this is new. I'm going to post more of what I actually do on a daily basis, which is more cycles and things that I enjoy. Started posting political and financial content um, and that started resonating with an audience that was more. I'm older. Um, older. I know that my audience is older than me. On the, I can see in the analytics that most of my audience is older, and that started to match up on TikTok, and that is how it got me into being the Bitcoin and election astrologer. Um, that yeah showed me that I'm not good as at the trends as uh, compared to the twelve year olds, but for the things that do take research, that's where I'm at. <laughs>
1: That's super interesting. That's, uh, that's really interesting. Uh, Chamber, yeah. I, I feel like you would do good on TikTok. Actually. Honestly. You're, I mean, your tweets are... Uh, fire? Uh, I was going to say controversial, I guess, maybe, sometimes. Um, yeah. But nobody gets to see them because uh, you don't have I, any followers. I definitely,
2: I definitely need an algorithm pushing out my content. Uh, yeah, is, I think I you would do, do
1: good after. in algorithmic based uh you know platforms so i think you need to start maybe maybe you take control of a wrecked podcast twitter and you i mean uh tiktok and you you know Get it, get it out there. What do you think? I'll, Should we make a rec talk, a podcast TikTok now?
2: What? Yeah, maybe. I think, <laughs> I think we might. I was going to the other day, and I did not want the flagging that was going to come, or pardon of me, the flogging that was going to come with from me, if, from if you, you seeing you have created a TikTok account rec podcast. <laughs>
1: Well, look, I'm giving it the I'm giving it the thumbs up right now. I need you to get your you can get your creative juices flowing uh, with TikTok content. I mean, we've seen a couple people that we have either had on the show or that we know from Twitter that have blown up on TikTok. I think Wendy, you know, Wendy has
2: yeah. Wendy could be I could see that being very popular.
1: Yeah, so and uh so there's definitely some crypto content obviously that is desired on TikTok. Uh Do you think
2: uh do you think our our buddy Shill will ban me from TikTok as well?
1: Yes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, But uh, so that's super interesting. So thanks for sharing that. So how cool. did you how did you kind of get into astrology in the you know, where did that all start and how long have you been doing that? And what kind of guided you to, um, as you mentioned, like political slash financial stuff?
0: So. I grew up in like a really normal, not normal, but like just Texas family. Like no one was into anything interesting, but I started reading at a really early age. And so my family as like a toddler would give me newspapers and I didn't care about the comics or the kids section. I just read what was next to it of the words. And those were the horoscopes. And I didn't understand what I was reading obviously, but I can say that astrology found me very, very early age. And so growing up with the internet, I just researched a ton, and most of it was absolute bullshit, meaningless, like woo-woo personality quiz things that weren't representative of more of the tradition. But I was just so immersed and obsessed with learning about myself and learning about other people's astrology. And so throughout my life, it was just kind of like I was the girl at the sleepover or then later at the party that would do your chart and talk to you and was always into astrology. And that took me into, in high school... I I really, really loved my ethics and world religions classes, and I didn't really understand why no one else found these philosophy classes the most interesting things ever, because I had grown up thinking I would be an actor. Like, I then went to NYU for acting, and immediately I get there, I have kind of a 180 wake up in my mind, and I'm like, you love to study philosophy so much more than you do to put on a show anymore. Like, this is in line with your astrology because now at that point in my astrology I was focusing more on uh, cycles of world events and larger like working with people I think was interesting at first but it seems more sustainable to work with world events because you don't get things like compassion fatigue or just with me being someone who I, I feel more drawn to things like politics and finance rather than personal uh, development or therapy and things like that it um it's a really different consideration of the way that you work with astrology because you're not as much concerned with um like one-on-one work but more analysis and that led me into studying philosophy philosophy at university and um, also psychology and creative writing but not as much and from there i um throughout that period of I did undergrad in 3 years and it was just a ton of just endless research building up my client base in my business and I was pretty obsessed with just learning as much as I could to fast track that combination and my last semester of undergrad I realized that I was graduating I knew nothing about money and even though I had been studying politics in congruence with astrology I knew nothing about finance and I didn't think that would combine with astrology. I mean, there are financial astrologers, but most of them are much older men that have experience with like, I don't know, hedge funds or, um, doing other things in the finance industry. And I did not, I had studied philosophy, but all of a sudden I was like, you know, I'm a responsible person. I have not learned a thing about how to manage my own money. I should Google that before I graduate. And
1: wouldn't it be nice if they taught that? (laughs)
0: Exactly. Like I took a few management business management classes and I was kind of unamused. Um, They seemed very difficult and I just kind of wanted to do everything. But I um, started learning about finance and immediately thought it was the most interesting thing in the world. But I had so, so many questions. And I mean, I just think that learning about philosophy and then learning about finance turns you immediately into kind of a libertarian leaning person that will find a learn about crypto and immediately be like this is the solution and um, totally that took off um, the epitome of when I really really like awake like I remember trying to open a Roth IRA it being so complicated that I accidentally opened a normal IRA and put all my the year's worth of IRA and Tesla during the March 2020 crash which ended up being amazing but at the time it was like what did I, I did I just meant to search that like I did not mean to put my entire IRA at Tesla and it worked out very well though so I, I did it again this year on purpose in a real in a Roth IRA when I, I converted it because again the red tape was just so frustrating and I'm someone who like my life tenant philosophy is parsimony or the simplest theory is preferable. So the fact that there was so much complexity to finance and I found it so interesting, like I was reading the tax code for fun brought me into learning about blockchain and crypto. And I'm not a developer. I don't have tech background, but I grew up around developers with like a family business in web design and um, software. And so I just fell into it like very, very obsessively. It was the middle of the March crash. I yeah, it, it fell into place and it took me a few months to actually buy into Bitcoin. I didn't invest in Bitcoin until around my birthday in August. But since then, it's just been a, um, something that I didn't realize. I, I, it never made sense to me why my own natal chart in astrology had such a huge emphasis on money because I was like, I'm gonna be an actor. And then all of a sudden you learn about finance and I'm like, okay, I get it. Like never has something been so interesting. Or, I, I look at all kinds of charts, whether it's candlestick or planets. So they both, they combine.
2: What's a natal chart?
0: It's the chart of anything that is born. So that can be a human life, a company. It's the chart of the planetary alignments at the inception or birth of an entity.
1: Oh, so that means Rec Podcast has a natal chart.
0: Yeah, I have that. I have that pulled up. <laughs>
1: yes, we're gonna do that later. That'll be fun. So, yeah. uh, Chamber, what do you what do you think here? What, you got some questions? I do, like I do. So, you're very,
2: you know, I, I'm hearing you speak very professional. Um, you know, in 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 kind of how you're presenting this, but it takes me. As, as uh, I'm not a skeptic by any mm. means, Bunch but you can attest to this. Um,
0: I welcome how, skepticism, we all need it.
2: <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not a staunch skeptic, put it that way. Um, right. How, like how accurate, or uh, I mean not how accurate, how confident are you in some of these charts that are, you know, in your non-typical, you know, your planetary charts or, or uh, you know, I don't know star charts what I don't know what else you're looking at yeah Um, yeah. but like how accurate are these
0: so the charts themselves are mirrors for reality so you can think of it kind of like how the clock on the wall is going to tell you the time like the planetary alignments can reflect what's happening on earth and the more experience that you have in understanding those correlations the more accurate your delineations or your commentary can be because we can see the symbolism manifest in hindsight but it takes um both awareness of what the trends have been and the ability to have context and real world knowledge to ground your future predictions for them to be accurate so it's kind of like this dance between the objective you know what the planetary alignments are saying and then the astrologer themselves either having the um, co- having the combination of context and um, and uh, awareness or training in the field to tran- to translate that accuracy into words.
2: Because I actually had a um, I don't know I don't know a crisis of being a few years yeah,
0: ago. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, and I came to the conclusion without I, I you know you, you're obviously uh, very well educated in in philosophy and that, that kind of thing. Um, I am not, uh, or I wasn't. Uh, still, still I'm not. Um, but I uh, I was having this this crisis of being, and I was having trouble with uh, with free will. Right. And how <laughs> it really didn't make any sense because you know. What I was going through at the time was just like, well, th- it doesn't make any sense because every decision that I make in my mind was like a, uh, a almost like a domino effect to that moment. Right. Right. And I I came, uh, you know, I, I was having this, this issue and I ended up speaking to a, a colleague of mine and he's like, oh, I, you know, he had gone to, he had studied in, in this kind of um in this field before and he's like oh you're you're going through and this is this is what you're going through is called deter determinism like you free well, will is, is not necessarily uh is not necessarily there it's a it's kind of like a, a yeah. domino effect of moments going through your life and i'm like well then if that's the case isn't there some sort of predictive element if you had a a, a supercomputer if you will that could just take all of the <laughs> possibilities from these you know these moments going forward couldn't you predict what could happen to a certain degree of certainty in the future and it sounds like we're almost using astrology to kind of do that a little bit
0: yeah that's funny that you bring that discussion up because being someone who's much more concerned with the philosophy and uh rationale behind astrology than necessarily like the personality quiz part i talk a lot about free will versus determinism and how astrology can describe how we can still have our free will. Um, There's multiple different definitions of it. Some people think that free will means the ability to do anything. I like to specify it as the ability to do what's within your power as a reasonable human agent. Um, Like there's the confines of nurture, nature, circumstance and whatnot, but that doesn't remove the free will. That is just actionable and astrology kind of shows us that the way that we use our free will is determined. Like we are still the people doing the things, but if hypothetically, like you mentioned, we were in a computer able to read the timeline, we would see that we can already know how we're going to act, but that does not mean that we aren't the ones acting. So it's a bit of uh, agency inception, I like to say, with astrology showing us that wait, we can see what we're going to do, but we're going to do it. So like, how are we seeing? Are we seeing that we're seeing that we're going to do it? And it kind of goes in and out. But I think that it's kind of difficult to understand the game if you're in the game. So I try not to stress myself up too much about it. That's I just a, make that's YouTube a, videos.
2: That's a very good explanation. Now, imagine being me, mind burnt from copious amounts of marijuana, uh, over the decades, and I'm sitting there, you know, in a in a, in a corner of a bedroom, just shaking, uh, thinking about all these things. Uh, uh,
1: so, I'm picturing the Stewie Griffin in uh, the shower. Hundred <laughs> percent. This is
2: what's going uh, through my my you know brain my my brain damaged mind. Um, that's so funny. I wish I would met you earlier, so you could at least talk with me. Through <laughs> it
1: the stars have aligned for you to meet her today, chamber. That's it. Yes, here we are. <laughs> so, um, so that, I mean, that's really fascinating stuff. So, um, where I, I guess you know, from I because I think you know, most people's view on astrology is not to be, um, you know, predicting. Political events or financial markets, <laughs> right. right? I think they like you said you uh, when you were a kid You were reading the horoscopes in the paper, right? So what how does how did you find? Um, I guess the astrology correlation between financial markets like how, where do you if somebody was interested in learning that stuff? Where do they start? Um, uh, do you know you know what I'm asking there?
0: yeah, so Astrology itself is a pretty vast study of multiple different correlations, and it's kind of within the past 100 years that certain translation efforts and certain, like, it's kind of a historical accident that 100 years ago it turned into sun sign horoscope columns. Um, Not that anyone tried to dumb it down or tried to simplify it, but the way that it Resurged after a couple uh, hundred years of being buried was through that kind of more pop culture aspect, which is not bad, not good. It simply is. And it gets a lot of people in the door. And at the same time, it takes a lot of people out of the door because of the way that it kind of does dilute some things. But um, the more that one studies it, you know, if you really do look, at, I was like um, growing up with the internet, I was able pretty quickly to see how deep it could go. But I wasn't old enough to maybe appreciate that historical context until I was a teenager. And I didn't start thinking about financial astrology until the March crash when I was like, oh my gosh, like was what, what were the financial astrologers saying about this? Because it's easy to think that you're not into financial astrology when you've never learned anything about finance. And then once I started learning it, um, I honestly couldn't find that many financial astrologers online or in social media. And still to this day, in the astrology field for the past couple of years, I haven't really consumed others content because I've been so focused on myself and then studying finance. Like it's kind of funny, I don't really watch other astrologers, I just do my thing and then occasionally like learn about, um, I don't know, I... leverage trading. Uh...
1: Yeah, I've heard uh, I've heard a, a bunch of actual um content creators say something similar recently where yeah. they don't watch other people's content because they want to keep can. their own mind clear for their stuff, right? And they want it to be purely what they think of a certain situation or yeah. or work, right? You know what I mean? So yeah. anyway, keep going.
0: Yeah, I think also for me I tend to be like pretty direct and like in, I just I get a lot more out of data and trends and number not math but numbers than I do like trying to I don't know talk about something comfortable or like self-development or like the inner soul I don't know I do I value that in certain times and places and that's not what really gets me going which is different than a lot of astrology content and I um with that just immediately started kind of looking at what I already knew to be meanings of certain planetary alignments, but then watching that with the markets led me to kind of start my own correlations in financial markets, which are pretty self-explanatory if you already understand basic astrology. It's just that with financial astrology, things can be much more precise because, for example, if you're seeing in the world a certain alignment is happening, that can have a few days kind of give or take because it can represent different events around the world. Whereas in financial markets, if you see a certain alignment, like I love how I can take note of the exact day and time and then be like, you know, right after that, I'd expect either like, I don't know, some kind of uh, news to come about. Like I was expecting something really notable with Tesla middle of February, they buy 1.5 billion in Bitcoin Um, and things like that, where I can tell this the more specific times, dates, and context with financial astrology because it's much more of a, a precise numbers game.
1: That's pretty fascinating, actually. Um, yeah. Chamber, you, you got any sweet predictions based on time and place? Because <laughs> no, I I, I mean, up- it would be pretty cool to know about Tesla.
2: <laughs> yeah, it would be very cool to know about Tesla. Um, I, I mean, did I not predict, we didn't talk about this the, uh, the other day, but did I not predict um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl? Like a few months ago,
3: a profit. I, I don't
2: remember. Did they win? I didn't watch
1: it. Yeah, they won. Tom oh, okay. Brady. I
3: didn't
1: <laughs> feel
2: like I have to go check the tapes because I'm pretty sure I like months ago we talked about this.
1: Um, and I said, you can't I'm not sure brain. you used astrology to do such a thing, but I, I'll ca- give it to you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was outside at night. I'm pretty sure it counts.
1: Um, yeah. So, uh, I you know, that's pretty awesome. I, I think it's super fascinating. I like to, um, you know, love to hear the different perspectives of people, you know, in finance whether it's you know a trading strategy or astrology and i I think Mm -hmm. you know part of being in this space to begin with you have to have an open mind to kind of all of these things right having an open mind is kind of how we all got to crypto to begin with right like you said you you kind of uh you have to be it's it's like Skepticism is why we're here to begin right. with, and so in taking all these, uh, you know, unique views into consideration is pretty is is pretty awesome. So um, now, I, I do want to ask, how was the? You you haven't always been received the best on crypto Twitter since you've arrived. How has that been? You know, for you, I feel like you've gotten a lot of haters and things like that. So what what's your experience been there?
0: I'm going to be honest. I have not found it that difficult to be on crypto Twitter. And I absolutely like, I like I resonate with crypto Twitter in a lot of ways, a lot more than other communities. I just feel like I found like my people who are just like, like, smart, intelligent, talented, but just communicate in memes. And um, I'm, (laughs) I did not, like, I can, at first, I was like, why are people copying and pasting the rudest paragraphs in response to me? And then I quickly learned and do the same thing. So I, um, (laughs) I honestly not, like, occasionally, I don't even want to call it hater, because I feel like it's just a dismay, and just, like, not even, like, they're quote tweeting it so they can say something funny and get a reaction, like, it's my name in your mouth, go ahead, that's fine. Um, So, I don't I don't I I honestly like I have people that are like oh my god you're dealing with all these men degrading I'm like I don't think they're degrading me they're just memeing me like I maybe I'm ignorant maybe (laughs) that's very true actually but
1: I feel like that's actually a really good way to think about it because that's what it is
0: (laughs) like there are legitimate like other communities tangentially that I say I don't identify with as much because I feel like I'm more Someone at this point who's interested in finance and uses astrology, but like I have my own ideas for like starting blockchain companies and things where it's like I'm in finance and I use astrology as my tool. But like there's been other, like other, I just feel more well received because I'm, I say a lot that's satirical. I'm very dry and like no one is coming after me for that in the crypto community so
1: yeah yeah I feel like that's uh, what we kind of are right (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know awesome I like I like
2: the I like the um the reaction to quote tweeting because I think you're 100% right we just want to say something funny about what something about what somebody else said and it is good because like you said you know my name is in your in your mouth and that's that's a good thing (laughs) right i wish people quote tweeted me and just made fun of me all the time um just so i could you know
1: you just want more followers though. just one more followers, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> you're, well wait till you blow up on tiktok i oh, see it coming i can't, I think I can't it, wait <laughs> i can't wait you for just, the quote tweets you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get huge on on tiktok i mean look uh the other big crossover from tiktok lately was uh cousin crypto chamber so He's maybe in- you oh, can is, he on,
2: is he on tiktok now or is he from tiktok no he
1: was from tiktok that makes more was, sense it was like uh that that um that account the TikTok investors like tweeted one of his that's videos I, out and it went
0: That's how I crypto Twitter found. I had no so I had been talking about finance and like crypto for like weeks if not months. It was not until TikTok investors found me through a really weird a really really weird video idea that was it was weird I had to delete it because um, it was getting too much it was getting like too much hate and I didn't feel confident in the theory but um I did a weird video about like um when I thought like alignments of like stock market crashes would come again and I then I recently redid it because I'm like fuck it like I'm confident now but I am um, <laughs> it like it blew up on TikTok investors, and initially I was like, who is this Like this dumbass trying to make fun of me? But he's defended me, actually, so I realize now he just, he's actually, whoever's, they, him, her, I don't it's know. It's totally bro. what
1: you said. It's they're memeing these videos, yeah. right? Like, so exactly
0: now, right. and then I saw, yeah, that's how I blew up, was then all of a sudden after that blew up, I became, it's funny because I'm an astrologer, I'm not a witch, but like I became the Bitcoin witch, and like immediately crypto Twitter, <laughs> like... It's just, it just it blew up and at first i was overwhelmed i didn't know it existed i became <sighs> friends and close with all these anonymous meme accounts that would like be really really supportive and so kind and i don't i still like i don't know their name their face i just know them as like their specific Pepe meme and they're very <laughs> kind um, and they tell me about like I don't know some of their situations personally and we like help each other out and um, they let me in on like when they think a coin's gonna pump and it's, it's very nice um, but it's yeah funny seeing uh like cousin crypto come over and immediately I saw it and was like genius genius like in <laughs> early on the game
1: yeah i think you need to be the next cousin crypto chamber oh my like goodness. with your with your dad bod and, no. and you know Thanks I'd for kill coming. for a dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> You'd kill for a dad bod. Uh, all right, so Chamber, you want to get into a little bit of uh, astrology talk about the markets, right?
2: I should, yeah. Like, I, I, we, we should, you know, we should, we should kind of dive into a little of this ast- astrology. Yeah. Um Can we do like a Bitcoin kind of? uh like chart or you know what i mean like what 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 have you seen in bitcoin um is that something you can chart i'm not sure i, I know there's yeah a, there's a date of that it started so I, I figure we probably can
0: yeah most of the work that i have done recently has been with the bitcoin and ethereum charts and okay. there's been it's been interesting because we're in a mercury retrograde which tends to be about reversals or consolidations and more troubled news and i've seen it mostly playing out in the news with just annoying headlines that are nothing new but are like like uh, janet yellen saying things and being like this is not where," just kind of things like that where you're like the communication is not um up to par with what's actually going on like all this like bitcoin has like a two percent correction and then all of a sudden it's you know useless and whatever um and Then the other things going on, this is going to sound probably a bit uh, complicated, but there's a Venus-Jupiter conjunction, which Venus and Jupiter are the two planets that indicate growth and favorability and like price increase. And they're over points in the Bitcoin chart that are very important. Uh, Bitcoin has a lot going on in the exact areas of the sky that they're in right now. So that looked extremely favorable. And in my Bitcoin year ahead forecast, I noted this because it's kind of a weird time overall where um, it's not, it, it, it all, it's almost like we should be breaking out more than we are, but it's favorable right now. And, um, until the end of february i don't see there being as much favorability as there could be otherwise but like may into july has some ridiculously bullish indicators that are like just kind of insane even compared to the 2017 runs and whatnot so um right now there's some pretty good astrology that is separating like it peaked around when tesla made the announcement and then there was a huge uh raise up to high 40ks and now um There's some other blips in there, but I'm really excited for May into July.
2: So some of the the charts were actually in alignment with Tesla announcing the 1.5 billion?
0: Yeah, it's funny because I didn't, so I'd been looking at Tesla's chart around this time for like a couple months because I know that chart really well and I was like, oh my God, middle of February looks huge it looks really favorable, but also really controversial, which will make sense because like environmentalists and whatnot are already like kind of up Tesla's ass. And then like this adding on, like they, I've already seen that kind of backlash, but um, that I didn't, I didn't assume that like Tesla and Bitcoin together would be around the same thing. I just knew that both of them looked good during this period. So um, they, it definitely collided to have the symbolism overlap there.
2: Hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. All right. So, so what, what are we looking at for so you Ethereum? Mentioned,
1: well, so you mentioned. Hold on, I have questions. Okay, now. sorry. So, yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned uh, you bullish bullish indicators from May to July, right? Is that is that what you said? So you do you expect some kind of uh, either kind of cooling off period for Bitcoin, or are we talking you know a, a retrace here? How does that? work and how do you typically you know play these type of things that you see in the chart are you actively trading these charts this way or um or you know how, how does that work
0: yeah so what i see is basically um the planet jupiter is going to be going over bitcoin's natal venus in a really really positive position middle to end of may which looks like it will be really really big 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 price high um and then it Jupiter will retrograde back over that period by the end of July which looks like it will retrace maybe hit that high again and I do like I for one I do dollar cost average because I want to make sure that I'm putting in just money um like, like uh, just time. holding yes. on just all the time um but when I do know that there will be price lows I tend to time them around that and then if I see that there's a really favorable time coming up like I will I will trade and I will go long and that's been more Recent because I took a few months to really research TA because I felt like it was something that I knew I would get really into and I did not want to like just get wrecked immediately because like I know that I'm someone who would want to like use I, I didn't want to just do like I don't know smaller tape, I, long. I, use. I, I have not done a hundred x long quite yet because I have not found that um, I I've I've not done that high leverage yet but I do tend to use leverage and tend to be pretty, I'm not going to yeah. Um, so I tend to use trades when I see it as this is just undeniable. Both with the the astrology, then gets me looking to the TA to find more specifics. And, Interesting, um, yeah, yeah.
1: So, so you'd be them. looking, so you'd be looking for a, a spot to long probably May through July. That's
0: oh it, my god, b- based yeah. on
1: what you're saying here, might right?
0: pull out, might pull out the hundred X leverage for the first time. Then we'll oh see. wow, I mean, okay, I'm kidding, wow. I'm kidding, I'm not, I don't think do it <laughs> I don't even
1: yeah, interesting. That I mean that's pretty cool, right? Like if it, it's uh, and and then I would be interested to see you know what, uh, and I think Chamber, you were kind of getting here. Um, you know when you see these things in bitcoin what the correlation is for the other markets in crypto whether it's ethereum or or altcoin so chamber what was your next question
2: i was just going to say yeah what does because i would imagine ethereum and bitcoin look significantly different i i would imagine right
0: so what's funny is that they don't have similar charts themselves but the way that transits work is like the bitcoin and ethereum charts are scarily opposite which means that if a planet is hitting one in one place it's going to be opposing it at the other place which is also an activation so the coupling makes sense um and it they have it, usually if there's something going on in one it's going to really indicate the other one and similarly with altcoins um you have to take the bitcoin chart into consideration because it's kind of like um I don't know, if you're looking at the chart of a family and the kids are young, you'd want to look at the parents as well, if they're being taken care of by the parents. So with altcoins, it gets more complicated. Like I've looked a lot at Doge because I could see that this year was weirdly insane. Um, I actually see a better year for it next year, probably more sustainability. But I, you can look at altcoins and you can see how they're doing. And then you want to use Bitcoin for context is what I'd say. And then for Ethereum, even though it. Often does a uh, couple of Bitcoin. It is independent in the way that sometimes I can see certain days and times are favorable for it that don't have to do with Bitcoin.
2: Interesting. What are yeah. some of the, like what What are some of those highlights?
0: So that's funny. I actually just filmed a, um, a YouTube video on Ethereum for the year because I did one for Bitcoin for the year and then kind of put off doing one for Ethereum. But coming up. Um, nearing the end of february so february 23rd i've been looking at this kind of that's my weirdly.
3: Birthday.
0: oh my gosh happy um happy solar return that's what we call birthdays it's in astrology because the sun's amazing. returning to where it was um so end of or february 23rd ish looks like a favorable day but like very mixed as well because it's having Venus opposing its natal Jupiter, but also Mars squaring its natal Mars by degrees. So it's two very intense, one very favorable, one very unfavorable aspect that makes it, usually this ends up being like really big green candle, but then like you fall right back down kind of quickly. Um, So weird, weird indicator that I'm interested in seeing how it plays out because as someone who is versed in astrology, but young in finance, some of the things where I'm like, Wait, I understand what this would mean just energetically, but I want to see how this plays into the market. So, February 23rd ish, um, and that can be, I'd say, give it a day or two after because sometimes time zones don't correlate specifically, uh, given that some markets can go more than others. But um, then I'd say February 23rd, uh, Eastern Time, pretty confidently. And then the next date I have in mind that looks favorable is there's a new moon on March 13th that is very, very favorable. And when new moons are indicators of new beginnings, which often in these charts indicate new support levels. Um, so the 13th of March, I would look for kind of a hopeful, hopeful new um, supportive alignment there.
2: I'm very excited about these. Yeah. All right. I. I- I'm I'm trying to take this all this information in and <laughs> correlate it to my portfolio as as I have de- my Delta app up in front of me. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? I have to I have to make moves in the next few weeks uh, uh, before my birthday. Uh, I have to make sure I have enough Ethereum to to catch the birthday pump. The chamber birthday pump is going to be terrific, by the way. Uh, I love that.
1: So it's funny you kind of said that the other day. Is uh, maybe only a couple weeks before we cool down for a little bit. What. <laughs> Right? Didn't you Just, say that?
2: I did. I did say that. I did say
1: that. <laughs> You're, I think you found a new calling. Maybe. Oh, I. You, you know don't want to start doing some more research.
2: Separate podcast, Chamber of Marin. <laughs> Marin and
0: Marin. <Chamber. laughs> Marin and
2: Chamber is better. Um, so we, we we hinted to it earlier. You have a wrecked podcast chart. Yes. Yeah,
0: I got the information to look at the birth date or the inception of the podcast, and we can definitely. Look okay, at that so that's how
1: this idea. works, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's how this works, right? It's it's based upon the inception date and location of a certain thing, right? So yeah. Um, so where the po- so a date of our first podcast? What, what did you give her, Chamber? So
2: I gave I gave her. Pre- I think it's pretty accurate. Um. The only thing that was a little tricky was the the place. So I, I had told her uh, what did I have I have it here. I have
1: I would have so I would have said where you you're located. Said? I would have said where you were located. Where
2: I'm located? See I think yeah. you were recording at the time.
1: Oh well maybe but I, <laughs> so I was thinking more well, it depends on the depends on the date you gave her because I'm thinking okay is it the date you asked me to marry you or is it the date that we <laughs> conceived the podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs>
2: I, what did I give? I, I can't. I can't see the notes.
0: I, I have the info here. I have June twenty eighth, twenty eighteen. Okay, so that's the day of our PM first podcast. In New yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah. that would be the first. Da- the date of our first recording. So yes. that's okay. I think that's pretty spot on. Ac- actually, <laughs> and I
2: put it. At, yeah, I think I put it at nine p.m. because I feel like that's when we recorded.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that yeah, gives you like giving that chart gives you a ton of leeway before anything like some charts i'll get them and i'm like oh my god if it's one minute later the entire thing changes this does not so like 30 minutes either direction would still pretty much have the same chart
1: so it could be really that tight in either direction right down to the minute then
0: yeah depending on your location and your exact time if anything's rounded it's a big red flag but thankfully in this case it's not not problematic
1: well, I kind of like that because, you know, I think when people uh, maybe would have criticism of, you know, astrology or whatever, they, they would probably say, oh, it's too, general, like, too many generalizations, <laughs> right? But if you can say, hey, well, if it was one minute later, it would look totally different. I think there, you know, that gives some degree of, of accuracy to it, right? You know what oh, I mean?
0: yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, the generalizations are some things have to be generalized if you're putting out information like on the internet and need to speak about general topics. But when you're actually making like precise predictions, it's like beyond specific to the point where when we're wrong, we're really wrong. Um, it's not, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> That's interesting. All right, so we went with June 28th, 2018, nine o'clock PM, correct? Yes, yes. All right, let's 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 hear it. I, I'm, I'm kind of nervous here.
0: What um are you looking at? Do you want to hear about the chart itself and like how i would describe the podcast or what's coming up or both Bo- let's do both okay so initially the chart is a capricorn rising meaning that the sign of capricorn was coming up over the eastern horizon at its time of inception and kind of represents the identity the personality of what this is i'm a fellow capricorn rising we're dry we're serious we tend to be funny kind of off-putting um only a certain um kind of humor we can be kind of uh stoic or uh yeah dry cold but we mean very well um you have saturn in the first house which is a planet further of restriction and like seriousness but also being really funny and like dry with it kind of like scrooge energy um (laughs) yeah yeah you have the moon in cap you have three planets in this first house which is a, a great deal of planets so you there's a lot of emphasis on like the identity of this show and the the hosts being important to the identity whereas like other char- other charts of creative pursuits can focus more on like other things there's a lot of focus here on hosts and like the identity of those individuals themselves That's so you very have the, accurate yeah you have the moon there and the moon is actually really open and receptive which i think goes to be testament to like you're not you're not like so dry to where it's a meme of like how serious can you be it's actually you're open and receptive as you are um, more sarcastic like that um, and then you have the planet Pluto there which is an amplifier so there's um, this but on a larger scale like it's um, dry kind of serious talks about topics that are you know finance related so that's more um, grounded but there's also some warmth and some openness to hearing other people's opinions and speaking on a, a comfort, comfortable level yeah, that's a little bit wow. just about you, that one what section. What
1: do you think of that chamber? <laughs> I do love our solo
2: episodes. Uh,
1: uh, look, I think uh, I think I have big Scrooge energy. So. You do
2: have big Scrooge energy, one hundred percent.
1: I would say that's probably pretty accurate, man.
2: I agree. I agree. So that's yeah. that's our that's our like kind of like our our birth uh, chart.
0: That's so a va- like, that's like one twelfth. I described one twelfth of um, the see. birth chart, basically. Um, I right. can also see curiously enough. Um, would you say that there's I'm a about to
2: freak out right now?
0: Would you say that this is, this might be kind of weird because I'm tying in some topics that I might not fully understand? But would you say that the networking aspect and the property or our living situation aspect of running the podcast is a great financial strain. Hmm. If not, <laughs> I could be off, but it looks like there's like uh, the, some of the biggest challenges the need to spend money in a way that is either like connection based and having to reach out to others and then involves your living situation.
1: Uh, i kind of would say that's probably accurate in some way <laughs> is it right I mean, chamber we, the, the,
2: the the i would say the problem is we don't live beside each other we're we're yeah we're too right. far away right uh, so, so i actually live in canada and and bunches from the us so yeah we've actually we never sit down and have a show together right so like,
1: i would say that's strenuous well i'm trying to i'm thinking like you know when we set up the business where was it going to be that kind of stuff that is Uh, true tax uh, issues things like that which uh we're gonna have to figure out soon but yeah that's interesting uh and then you know there was uh some host financial strain stuff at some point so that's interesting
2: yeah (laughs) i I I forgot about that yeah that's that is being
0: that that what got me to refer to this was a a Mars south node conjunction in your aquarius second house and right now in the sky there's so much going on in aquarius where it looks like for one you're making more income than you're used to and you're also having to spend more income than you're used to for the show it's just really exacerbating like that on all levels that And it ends up being like, you're getting really serious, bringing up taxes is a good example. Like you're getting really serious about maintaining the level of growth that you're having. And um, it's like a really serious financial time, not in a bad way, but just really understanding what kind of financial and organizational things you're needing to implement more so than like ever before. That uh, looks like over the past three years, it might've been some tension with like, how do we work together? Like some really serious, like how is this going to work on a personal level? And now it's like, okay, that's done. Uh, let's move on to the financial aspects.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I would say that 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 last couple bits there was probably uh, that that was spot on accurate, that's, I would say. That was pretty yeah, that was spot on. <laughs> that's fine. Cool. So so what's uh what's next for Wrecked Podcast?
0: So it looks like Yeah, like as of yesterday, very recently, there was a big new beginning around money, either earning income or structuring the way that you will be earning your income. Um, Stop it.
1: Stop it. (laughs) That's so funny. Chamber's bugging out right Ah! now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Keep going. We'll we'll, we'll rate this accuracy when you're done here.
0: It also (laughs) looks like there was a lot of frustration. it's still going on. It was a little worse at the end of January around the implications of not being able to change a certain living situation on your creative output that like something could not change and that was really frustrating around home, family, or living situation, um, maybe even children involved. That was like really frustrating with your ability to produce content.
1: Huh. Hmm. Well, yeah. Chamber got robbed. I and did, I did okay. had a baby. Uh, Chamber got robbed. I had a baby Um, that I moved. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's the that's the big the other big thing Um, on a more short term level. It looks like middle of March, around March 13th, there will be another um, another kind of a new beginning this time around, maybe topics that you're speaking on that it actually looks really favorable. It looks like you could be starting to teach or inform um, in a like not like a beginner's or elementary way necessarily, but you're starting to break down concepts as part of your content, and that that is re- received very well.
1: Interesting. That's. Yeah. Uh, I think that's probably your and Chamber's uh, birth date of your next podcast. <laughs> 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 so this
2: will be part of the rec media uh, conglomerate.
1: <laughs> um, Ch- Chamber, how did she do? Rate that on a scale of one to 10. <laughs> like,
2: I bunch of you, you think I am one way. Uh I am a, I am another way. Like some people know me a different way. Like so, if some people heard me entertaining the idea of astrology, they would say that's very uh off off script for for what I normally do. Uh so normally I would say I'm a, I'm, I'm a I I wouldn't agree with these things, but these things are very accurate. Um the, 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 the financial stuff. I can
1: hear you struggling with the skepticism that you had.
2: <laughs> it's 100%. A, a um, I think the March 13 thing is interesting because I have been throwing around the idea of, uh, and this is just more
1: recently. Getting of, rid of me?
2: Of getting rid of you uh, <laughs> and finding some uh, you know very popular co-host. Um, no, but I have been throwing around the idea of of maybe doing a bit more introductory stuff um on the show where maybe we do like uh, because you know we have a lot of new listeners now maybe do some sort of you know getting to know crypto what kind of what to do where to start that kind of thing um so that is interesting because i have been thinking about that lately um uh, yeah i would say 8.5 out of 10 for me
1: wow wow I, I mean i would say probably pretty good pretty accurate on that rating so you did a, a fantastic job Marin. <laughs>
0: thank you thank you
1: Yes, that was awesome. What else do we got for today, Chamber, before we uh get rolling here?
2: Well, I think we should just touch on quickly before we get going, uh the fact that uh, uh Marin has a connection to a uh friend of the show.
1: Yes. So, did you uh, so the friend that we are talking about is Cody, of course, and uh um, I'm not sure how familiar I, we've had Cody on the show, so people definitely know who he is, but I'll just bring up his, uh, handle here. It's at, I hate Cody with two E's at the end, which is very fitting for him. Uh, but so you guys are actually neighbors, correct?
0: Yeah, we are. Um, <laughs> we realize that we live like very, very close to each other. So is that,
1: uh... What, did, you guys had no clue before you got into crypto Twitter, did you? or was that something that you knew uh, like when you started and and um, you know it just happened to be that way?
0: None. We had no idea until we met through crypto Twitter and then realized that we lived so close to each other.
1: That's really funny. So yeah. uh, we do we do have to ask how bad of a neighbor is Cody? So like on a scale of one to ten, how messy is he?
0: I'd say I'm actually probably the messier one. Um, I'm probably the more—I'm <laughs> probably the messier one. Um, we're both morning people, so morning coffee works. Okay. So we're both on our shit, but I—I'd say I'm actually probably the more difficult neighbor. I need help carrying things up the stairs sometimes, so that's a bit more on.
1: <laughs> Who's louder?
0: For him, definitely, definitely.
1: what else you got, Chamber here? I
2: was gonna say, like, does he? Um, is he like is he a, like a poppin' kind of neighbor now? Like does he, you know, or, or oh, is he a,
1: like a Kramer? You, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah,
2: he's not the Kramer of your of your neighborhood, is he?
0: I'd say we're both kind of that way. <laughs> we're we're both just always just like, hey, are you around? And I'm like yeah, and then we'll just like hang. So in a way, we're both like that.
2: I bet, you, I bet you Cody's a good neighbor. I, I feel, I
0: feel, I like...
2: Uh, what do
1: you do with all those feet pics he's got hanging <laughs> around the apartment?
0: <laughs> not my concern, whatever, whatever, whatever it is. Everybody
2: needs <laughs> to make a living bunch.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, not, you know, to each their own. Uh, but anyway, uh, that that's mm-hmm. awesome. So that's pretty cool that you ended up uh, being neighbors with somebody from, I mean, it's honestly probably a... Uh, refreshing thing coming into the new space and all of that kind of stuff. I would imagine very, very helpful,
0: cool. very helpful to yes. like, teach me some things, keep things in perspective. But yeah, all together helpful.
1: So eight
2: bunch. Cool. I actually have something just before we go, uh, just like you said, uh, Marin and, and kind of Cody found each other uh, in crypto Twitter. I actually realized the other day there is somebody that that we follow each other. I actually think we're related. I think we're like distant cousins. What? I am not even a, like we have the same last name. I know where he, like he lives not too far away from Holy me. Holy cow. No and way. I, I have yet to reach out to him to say, "Hey, this is my real name." Um uh, yeah, it's uh I'll I'll send you the I'll send you the thing later, but I, I'm, you I have wanted to, to know, should I reach out and and kind of let him know?
1: Yeah. I don't I, know. I mean, you have to. I feel too exposed. <laughs> if you guys are related? <laughs> No, we're a hundred percent like I know for a fact we're a hundred percent related. Is he what like a second cousin or what?
2: Probably like a second cousin. Yeah,
1: I think you have to. I mean, you don't really like people, and I really you don't. Don't really like your own family. I, so I maybe really hate not, but like
2: you're right,
1: you're right. <laughs> maybe not. So I'm not really sure, but I, I think you have to, right? So okay. uh, I don't know. What does Marin think?
0: I I say go for it. Why not do it?
1: All right, do it. Do it, you wuss.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But then he'll know me.
1: (laughs) All right. well that is going to do it that was a I I think that lived up to the billing wouldn't you say Chamber? I hyped this one up a
2: lot um, to bunch you Uh, I said this was going to be a great episode and I stand by it I think it's a top 10 episode all time how about
1: that? Fantastic it was (laughs) was really really great yeah it was really great having you on thank you very much for sharing uh, all the things that you're doing your perspective it was really cool to hear about all that and I'm now marking those dates on my calendar so we can uh be ready for all the all the activity that is is coming our way chamber so so much um, activity bef- yeah before we get out of here Marin, where can people find you um both your tiktok your twitter your instagram wherever the heck you are where can people find you
0: i am on all of those social medias as Marin altman no other username ever anywhere so Marin altman pretty easy to find
1: that is easy enough. So go check out Marin be her one million and one TikTok <laughs> follower, uh, or visit Wrecked Podcast's new TikTok and be our first. So that's, <laughs> uh, Chamber's going to do that right after the it's, show. It's going to happen
2: know. this afternoon. Yeah, it'll. it'll and, be. If you're listening and, to this right now, there is a TikTok account available.
1: Hey, and and no joke, maybe that's the March fifteenth uh, or March thirteenth. Oh, that's a good uh, point. You know emphasis on our new content. Maybe Watch we're out. going to be doing some TikTok uh tutorials there. Amazing. You know? Amazing. Ha- how to not get wrecked. Oh my <laughs> that, goodness. That, Don't it, guys, right?
2: There's so much stuff going on in my head right now. I'm about to explode. So, um we got to end this. I got to I got to make some TikTok.
1: Chamber yeah, Chamber doesn't have a job, so he's <laughs> going to spend the rest of the day making TikTok content, which is fantastic. Yeah. Like he's got the, the this is your new calling, Chamber. Watch we're going to be TikTok. Famous. I just needed the bunch of seal can, of approval. Maybe we get a maybe we get that Marin bump when we get our tick. I don't even know how that works. I don't. Know if,
2: I don't know if we can even get a bump. So uh, we just gotta get we gotta get that algo going.
1: Yeah, the algo. That's it. But anyway, Marin, thank you again so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Had a lot of fun. Any last words before we get out of here, Marin?
0: May the stars be ever in your favor.
1: (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. And that's going to do it for us. Until next time, don't get wrecked. And that is financial advice.
2: Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. You can help support us by giving us a five star review on Apple Podcasts and become a wrecked patron by signing up for a monthly tier on patreon.com. That's patreon.com forward slash Wrecked Podcast. Don't get wrecked.